Well, thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Santos, and you are listening to the crowd for one. Hear that? That is the crowd here at the Prescott Valley Event Center in Prescott Valley, Arizona, home of, among other things, the Northern Arizona Suns. Now, we we broadcast here from uh, from the floor. Oh, slam dunk. It is 67-66, the Suns over the Sky Force. Anyway, we were here a few weeks back talking with Catfish Atelli, uh, down on the floor doing a podcast and uh, talking about the event center and all the good stuff happening here. Well, I uh, then uh, went on the road uh, after that. Well, we had Danny Romero and Les Lyman a couple of weeks ago. Then I went on the road, and I had a combination vacation and wor- what kind of a working vacation uh, where I uh, was unable to record a podcast. So uh, what I did is when I got back, rebroadcast one of our old ones listed as episode 167, I think I called it, 166 and a half. That was with uh, Wayne Fetterman, comedian, writer, musician, and all-around good guy. It was a rebroadcast from a couple of years ago when Wayne uh, came in through Prescott to do a show for uh, the at, at the Elks Theater in Prescott, and I got a chance to talk with him via the phone a week or two beforehand to promote that show. And... Uh, I, when I was on the road, when I was on my little vacation, I uh, was listening to a bunch of backlog podcasts, uh, including a couple from Jimmy Pardo, Never Not Funny, the Never Not Funny podcast, and one of them was uh, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy Pardo's Podcastathon, which is a fundraiser for Smile Train. It's like a 12-hour marathon where he has uh, different guests come in and... Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, well, Wayne Fetterman was the musician, uh, the house band, leader of the house band, and also a guest on the show, riffing back and forth with all the guests, including Jimmy Pardo. And uh, that got me to thinking, since I wasn't able to record a podcast when we were on the road due to a couple different uh, circumstances, uh, I enjoyed listening to Wayne on the podcast-a-thon, so I, that's why I decided to, to post that one up. I did a separate intro, I believe, with uh, my niece and, uh, and my son from Tracy, California. Anyway, but that was a good, uh, a good episode to rebroadcast. I enjoyed recording it. I enjoyed listening to it again, and I'm always uh, uh, excited to, to listen to Wayne Fetterman. Uh, his Chronicles of Fetterman is available at WayneFetterman.com and, and Amazon and everywhere else you get comedic and audio uh, content. Uh, he gave me a set of that. It's a compilation disc chronicling his entire uh, professional history from back in the 80s up to current. And, uh, and he is also an executive producer or a uh, co-producer, excuse me, on a new HBO documentary, uh, two-part documentary with Judd Apatow, uh, highlighting the life and career of Gary Shandling, who uh, was a very, very close friend of Fetterman. And coincidentally, when I recorded, and it's mentioned in the podcast from last week and from two years ago, when I recorded with Wayne via phone, it was the day after the Gary Shandling Memorial, which was attended by everyone in the comedic world in Hollywood, and uh, Wayne helped put that on. He was a very close and dear friend of Gary Shandling, and uh, it was just neat being able to talk to him so close to that, uh, that memorial service, that remembrance of his, of his good friend and, a, and a, somebody I was a big fan of, the Larry Sanders show, the Gary Shandling show, uh, countless films and late-night TV appearances and and just a comedic genius, uh, Shandling was a was a great great talent that we lost a couple of years ago back in '16. So anyway, um, wanted to recap a little bit. Needed to get a, a, an episode out. I, well, not needed to, but I want to. That's part of my process with the Mile High Show uh, is to be able to put out an episode or at least some content every week. Uh, some of you enjoy it. Some of you don't. It's a good exercise for me, especially some of these solo podcasts are uh, almost therapy for me. Uh, so I, I enjoy 
doing these. And if nobody listens to them, you know what? Oh, well. I enjoy doing them. And uh, I think that for me and for my mental, uh, my mental well-being, that's, that's what's, uh, what's good to do, is to do something that you enjoy, something that's fun, fun to do, and a, and a little artistic uh, exercise of the brain. So that's why I'm doing this. I had set up to do a, a, an episode with a local musician uh, who performs around the room. I'm not going to say who. He had to bow out today. So I spent the afternoon down at the Palace on Whiskey Row and uh, actually got the call on the way to the Palace that he wasn't going to be able to make it. Some things came up at home. Uh, so we will reschedule that at a later date. And uh, anyway, look forward to that. I always enjoy talking to our local musicians. But anyway... So I kept going. I just kept driving from Chino into Prescott and, uh, and landed at the Palace anyway. And that is the Friday home of former guest of the show and friend of mine, Danny Romero. So he was setting up to play. And, uh, and I just hung out for a while. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun afternoon sitting at the tables at the Historic Palace Saloon. Uh, some local folks joined us there, joined me there. They were strolling on in to hear the music, and uh, they were actually on their way to, to meet someone who I will be sitting with shortly, Brad Courtney, who is a local author and historian. Uh, Brad uh, conducts these Whiskey Row tours where he does a walking tour of Whiskey Row downtown Prescott and gives you all the history and all the great cowboy and historic stories that have happened up and down the row and he has a couple of books out and unfortunately I don't have the name let's see if I can pull it up but uh, let's see Brad Courtney Uh, you can find out information on Brad Courtney at Whiskey Row Books WhiskeyRowBooks.com and Whiskey Row Books on Facebook let me see if I can find the title of his book. Uh, view page, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I can't find it. Anyway, it's a historical uh, storytelling of Whiskey Row. And I, I'm, I talked with Brad while we were there. We sat around, just joked around and talked and had fun uh, and uh, set up a time where in the future Brad and I will be sitting down to talk about his book and his history here in the area, and one of the things that was uh, that I was able to pull from that conversation is, is he was sitting with another gentleman who I had recognized. I've seen him around, and we got to talking. And he is also the author of a book. Now he had to cut out. We only talked for a little bit, but he uh, is a very interesting guy. His name is Phil. Cross, and he is the author of a book that you can get through Amazon and using the Amazon link at milehighshow.com where you can support the show, support the artist, and support Phil Cross and his book entitled Gypsy Joker to a Hell's Angel by Phil and Meg Cross. Phil and his wife Meg. It chronicles Phil's history as, as a biker and a member of a couple of motorcycle clubs, the the Gypsy Jokers, who at one time were integral to the motorcycle culture in California. Now I believe they're limited to the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, and, and Washington area, I think, if I understood them correctly. And of course, the infamous and world famous Hells Angels MC. Uh, Phil, what, well, this is how he was introduced to me by Brad. Hey, Matt, this is Phil. He's an author, and he used to be a Hell's Angel. And Phil interrupted him and says, well, I still am. So this gentleman who is, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's, uh, he's not a kid anymore, spent his life on two wheels creating stories and living adventures, and he put them down on paper in Gypsy Joker to a Hell's Angel, a book you can get through Amazon. Uh, at milehighshow.com using that Amazon link. Uh, a fascinating gentleman. The little bit of time I got to talk with him, uh, I was able to call, call a few good stories that I asked him. I said, well, well why don't we sit down soon and then plug in a couple of microphones and, and have a chat? And he says, tell you what. He goes, uh, 
why don't we sit down and talk for a while first, and uh, and then we'll see about those microphones. So I think he wants to feel me out a little bit before he commits to uh, to letting me record what we talk about. But he was just talking in our casual conversation was talking about uh, his experiences throughout the '60s and '70s, uh, specifically in Northern California, the Oakland, San Jose, and Santa Cruz areas. Uh, while he was riding with the Hells Angels and sporting their colors, <coughs> excuse me, including being stage-side working security for the Rolling Stones at Altamont, the infamous Altamont Speedway concert. Uh, Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. He was there. He was right there uh, stage-side and, and had some interesting tales to tell, which I won't relay to you. I will wait until we plug in the mics with Phil Cross, and he can tell you himself. And uh, check out his book, Gypsy Joker to a Hell's Angel. That I was thumbing through it. He's got a copy for me. We'll get, we're going to get that probably next week. But the copy that was on the table there belongs to Brad Courtney. They were swapping books. And I got a chance to thumb through it. Loaded, loaded with photographs, historical photographs of the Motorcycle Club, of Phil Cross's life, and of the adventures he's led, including uh, some photos of the Stones right there at Altamont Speedway, right outside of Livermore, Pleasanton, Livermore, California, where I just was last week. Um, So look forward to that. We're going to sit down with Phil Cross and Brad Courtney for some some podcasts shortly. Just got to firm up the times when we're going to do that. And uh, but we couldn't record there because we hadn't prearranged it, and and uh, they were there with some friends, including our local constable, Yavapai County Constable Ron Williams. Uh, I know Ron uh, sort of. We've crossed paths uh, through throughout his tenure as as our constable, uh, which works with the courts and the various public uh, entities, health department, and things as far as the legal arm of them serving papers and summonses and things like that. I'm not exactly sure what a constable does, but uh, that's what Ron is. And I've crossed paths with him over the years, you know, through local media and other events and things. But we really hadn't sat down and chatted until tonight. So I may try and tap Ron into a, a, a podcast as well. He's an interesting guy, is involved in various organizations in and around Yavapai County and throughout the state. Um, and he's just got some great stories, and he knows a lot of the history as well. So maybe we can sit down with Ron Williams at some point soon as well. Find out a couple things. Find out his history and also find out exactly what a constable does. Uh, anyway, so we sat down, listened to Danny and Jordan Brambilia play for a little bit, as they do each and every Friday at the Palace. Uh, Sky Conwell stopped in for a few minutes, and uh, we talked with him. So we'll be getting Sky back on the, on the show at some point as well. But uh, it was nice to be able to sit down and, uh, and just have, have some good conversation with some folks there at the Palace and, uh, and some future guests and some new friends. So uh, it was a lot of fun. One guy who stuck his head in on his way out was Matt Hinshaw, uh, who's, hey, Matt, where's your guys' office now? What? Where's your guys' office now? Whose office? Mine? Your, yeah. Oh, for, for the Bergamini Group. Whiskey Where though? Where is it? Um, we're right above the uh, Prescott Arts Co-op. I don't know what they call it now, but that's what it used to be called. It's the Prescott Arts Co-op. But, but like, where, like, where from? Where from uh, Jersey Lily? It's like just south, right? Yeah, it's just south of Jersey Lily. Uh, we're between the Ian Russell, ga- like right next to the Ian Re- Russell Gallery, basically. But we don't like clients going there. We meet all our clients at the Keller Williams office. Uh, corner of Gurley and Montezuma. <laughs> but their, their, their office that is evidently restricted from, from visitor. No, it's, it's a smaller office. It's a really... We just don't, people are always welcome to stop by, but it's just our clients, we prefer to meet them at the, you know, Keller Williams office on Gurley and uh, Montezuma. Uh, Bradbergamini.com. Uh, Everything is just Brett, the Bergamini Group, at the Bergamini Group, all that stuff. All right, on all the social media. Anyway, the office they're in, actually, Matt and I spent it spent an evening there a couple years back. <laughs> wow. 
a, 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 an older uh, former guest of the show who used to run a radio show on Magic 99, I think, out here. Uh, um, what's Chris's name? Chris. Chris Hussey, the Wild Hussey Show, who's no longer in the area. He lives up in Vegas now. But Chris Hussey had an office up there in a little recording studio, and he invited me up one night to go up there and talk about podcasting and, and launching shows and stuff. And I called Matt. You were, I think you were just about to get off work. And I said, hey, meet us up there. And it turned into what, what was probably going to be a 15-minute meeting turned into about a, a three-hour ordeal. But it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun out there. He wants me to talk to... Now, Frank and Heather, Matt's brother, my Brad's brother-in-law and, and, and sister are here at the game sitting courtside. And he texted me because he knew I was without a guest tonight. He texted me and said, hey, why don't you, why don't you have Frank on the podcast? And I'm just not that well-versed in, uh, in hot wings. I don't know how, how much of a conversation I can have with him. He's all about Portillo's now. He's off the uh, Buffalo Wild Wing kick. You know, I know you got, and you've taken me to Portillo's. I enjoyed it. But if I had to choose between eating out at four different locations, both Portillo's and Wild Wings would probably come in third and fourth. Not a big fan. I don't know. They're all right. They're just not where I would pick. I I like. Wait. I'm a a fan. Oh, I'm not on there? Now you you are. See, I got to edit, though. I'm editing and podcasting and whatever. But, no, I'm not. Their beef sandwiches are good. Frank thinks they're the best thing known to man. But uh, I personally like their chili dogs. I think their chili dogs are incredible. Yeah. They, they got, don't they got those shakes with the, uh, the whole cake in them or something? I don't know Isn't about that. Isn't that there? I thought no, it was I don't there. Think I don't there. I don't know. I just, it, they were, it was okay. It wasn't. We've gone, to, we've gone there a couple of times. Anyway, you keep you keep editing. Just hold that okay. mic. You can edit with Just one hand. Sit here and act like I'm talking <laughs> on the podcast. Hey, so uh, have you started promoting my uh, my podcast? Yes, yet? I have. I think you should. No, you did. You were because the sponsor we, a couple of weeks we ago. Get <laughs> you were okay because we can we can turn our listeners from two to three because right now the only people that listen to it clearly not. Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. I listened to um, half of the first one, and all my, you were doing was talking about me, so I turned it off. My, my mom listens to him, and then my good buddy down at the Arizona Republic, uh, Patrick Breen, he loves movies, and so he's our second listener, and <laughs> whoever's listening to this and subscribes could be our third. Well, well, Mr. Matt Hinshaw, who I forgot to say who you were, how can people find your podcast, and what we're, is your podcast called? We are the Real Film Nerds. And real as in real as in film reel. That's R E E L, not R E A L. It's a play on words. But I'm pumped. Okay, realfilmnerds.com. Yep. And at, on the Instagrams and Twitters and Podbean and iTunes and Google Play and Player FM and Stitcher cool. and all those, we're everywhere now. All right, now, so what, what's the gist of the show? We uh, sit down and we uh, review movies and we talk about movies and we try to stick to reviewing, but I usually get off on a tangent, usually about something Star Wars or comic book related. Anything involving your doll collection, uh, I guess, is the fair The doll game. collection sometimes makes an appearance, but not, not too often. I'm okay, sorry. So what, have you, what, what, are you, what are you on, four or five now? Episodes? No, uh, we, I, I just put out episode six on six. Wednesday, and then seven nice. was already recorded in the pipeline, ready to go. It's going to go up uh, this upcoming Wednesday, and we review uh, Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Now, you, you're saying we. Who's your co-host? My co-host initially started out as one of my co-workers at the Burger Mini Group. His name is Seth Marquart, but after our first three episodes, he bailed on me because he's just too busy, and he has a life, and he likes making money and whatever other excuses he came up with well it, there's, and so there's, i brought I, in my buddy who i've known since i was 10 or 11 years old and he watches probably more movies than i do and he does them with me and he is and mike his right name is mike yep out of florida uh i not know if i'm gonna go that far oh. but he's on the east coast oh we'll he's, go that he, far. so he's remote though he's he, he's, he's not local not you guys local are doing a press kit no but i have to call him on skype skype you're doing a skype yeah. interview okay now um that's that's something to be said. Is that you? You've got a buddy you've known since you were ten years old. Yep. So he had to move across now. the country 
and he still can't and get away no, from he's, you. We still talk every <laughs> week. It's horrible. He's a good guy. I've met him on a, a couple of times. Uh, first time I met him, he had no shoes on. <laughs> he's wearing flip-flops. I remember that. Anyway, good guy. Uh, and uh, and uh, give us a taste of what are some of the movies that you... And no, no just, to, just to recap, you, you started it with Seth, your co-worker. I, I started with Seth, my but co-worker. he's yep. involved in the... Uh, in the he, he's one of the agents at Bergamini, and that's... Right. The, those guys... That, that's we, it's tough to to balance it, uh, as much time as needed for a for a weekly podcast it, and try and make a living. Well, it's a lot like um, working for what? Nothing. <laughs> it's a lot like um, working for the news industry. Um, it's a twenty four seven thing, right? Yeah, they're on call basically twenty four seven for their clients. So anything and everything that their clients want need. Yeah. Damn it! What the hell just happened to my computer? They um, they are at the beck and call of all their clients at all times, which can get tough when you're trying to go see a movie and then immediately go and talk about it. Yeah. And so Seth doesn't get to see a whole lot of movies anymore, but it's been like this for years. So I don't know why he's just now having an issue with it. But, but whatever. But you guys didn't miss a beat. You picked up with your buddy Mike, who is yep. in some undisclosed secret location on the East Coast, and I assume is now wearing shoes. What have you guys done? What movies have you guys done? Well, Mike and I, we started with... Well, just uh, from the get-go, from well, episode from one. The, we've done... Um, uh, God. I'm trying to think what our first one was. Uh, our first one was just the beginning, just us talking, yeah. and then we did um, uh, Phantom Thread, and then we did Hostels, and then Black Panther, uh, Game Night, uh, Episode 6 was Annihilation, and that was this past Wednesday, and then Red Sparrow's coming out this next coming one, and then uh, the next two we have in the pipeline is going to be uh, Death Wish starring Bruce Willis. And the new Tomb Raider, which uh, spoiler alert, don't go see it. It was terrible. <laughs> now I have I, I know of three of the movies you mentioned, and I've only seen one. The other ones, I have no idea what. They I are. am personally surprised that you've even seen one because they're all <laughs> movies that are still in the theater That's except for Phantom Thread. So now what? Now Phantom Thread. That was the uh, prequel to Phantom Menace. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> What was Instead Phantom of using Thread? lightsabers, they just run out there with a Singer, needle and thread and they just start sewing everyone together. <laughs> no, what was that? Was Daniel Day Lewis, right? Yeah, it was Daniel Day Lewis's quote unquote last yeah. film what, again. What was it about? Was, what um, was the, it's what's about the a gist? dressmaker in the 50s, I believe. Very stylized, very artistic. It was gorgeous, very gorgeous movie. Oh, nice. Uh, well acted. Um, you know, me not being a huge fan of the uh, topic. Uh, of dressmaking, but uh, it's still not, not to say you're really not a well fan done. of wearing dresses because oh, I've I seen mean, you. Everybody wears dresses. I've seen you on. in uh, in what the the classic little black cocktail dress. Not this week. I'm too busy working. <laughs> I just we just saw one walk by. I know. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the huh with the silence. That was the huh. It was someone wearing a little black cocktail dress. Okay, so what uh, what, uh, what what what's the just you, you talk about the movies you like you said you go off on some tangents and stuff which is great. Just yeah. let the conversation yeah, flow. Yeah, I try not to go off on too but, many uh, tangents, but it just it's the nature of the beast especially when you've been Friends yeah. with someone for so long. Now you're going to be. You had mentioned that you're going to be soon on a guest of a a, a a past guest of this show, the Blue Milk Podcast. Yeah, this which coming is, Sunday, which is dedicated to the Star Wars yep. uh, family, the Star Wars universe, the Star Wars genre. Yeah. Now, but you being a a huge fantasy and, and sci-fi uh, fan, that's not the gist of real film nerds, though, right? It's no real everything. film nerds. We. We uh, don't really restrict what films we watch or go to, um, and it's not even so much films that are in the theaters. Right now, it just happens to be films in the theaters because there's tons. There's a lot of yeah. great movies coming out because summer's right around the corner. Things are coming out. So, now, um, for the most part, we you know stick to those, but we are not. Like I'm sure we're going to get to doing some really old crappy movies and. Uh, stuff on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, we're always asking for people for suggestions. Like, I already had one suggestion from one of the hosts of the Blue Milk podcast. He would really love to hear us uh, review the Green Lantern. 
which if you've never seen that movie, it's one of the worst movies probably made Ryan, in the past Ryan 20 Reynolds? years. Oh, yeah. It's garbage. Never, never saw it. Now, so you're not specific to sci-fi. You're not specific no. to comic books. You're not specific no. to fantasy. No, sir. Just not specific to film in general. Not specific to current ones. Nope. So, so... Yeah, you know, kind of figures. You know, if there's some guy that really likes like old detective movies and stuff that has hundreds of money stuff, maybe he'd be a good guest. But he would, he evidently, would be wonderful to come evidently on, but they the, don't know my number anymore. But, but the problem is, Jeez. is when someone's always on vacation and you're trying to talk to him <laughs> and you text him repeatedly while he's on vacation, he just ignores you. You can feel a little burned. No, no, I don't. I, I did not. I most of the time I was gone. I was talking about that just before you came up. Most of the time you were, that I was gone, I didn't even have my phone on. I know. I, I figured that out the I other didn't. day when it was on your Facebook post. You were like, man, so, it was something about how I, I, I turned on my phone and it almost melted because <laughs> there was so much stuff coming in. I tell you what, you know, the, the highlight of the trip, well, there was a couple of highlights. Uh, the first night that we left, we, we left the uh, Chino Valley area and, and drove through. You know, it's like an eight-hour trip to uh, we end up in Bakersfield, get a room. And, uh, and, uh, you know me, I, I have, I have a lot of trouble sleeping. So yeah, you're the only, like, not joking. Like you're literally the only person I know that sleeps less than I do. So, which so, is saying a lot. Cause I get maybe three or four hours a night. So I drove most of the time. Anthony and Sandra slept on and off, but not a whole lot. We get to the hotel. Anthony's ready to crash. It's like eight o'clock at night. Anthony's uh-huh. ready to crash. Sandra has a headache. She's ready to crash. So we had grabbed them some takeout right after we got off the highway. They ate in the car. We go up to the room, unload it, and they're crashed out. Now I haven't eaten yet, so I get in the car, go around the corner, get something to eat. Subway? Eat uh, fresh? No. uh, Actually, I (laughs) grabbed, uh, it was a little taco shop. I don't even know what it was. Nice. And... um, I always love going to local fair if it's a good spot. Yeah, no, I really do. Wasn't good. Wasn't good. <laughs> oh, well, never mind good. then. So I get back to the room. I have my, my food and my drink, and I sit down at the little desk in, in our room. Very nice room. I forget what it is. I'll put it on the, on the show notes. First thing Sandra does is say, turn off the, can you turn off the light? Because I woke her up. Well, so, aren't you nice? Well, so I, I kind of eat fast, and then go, and there's like a little patio right outside. And I sit down. <laughs> out in the little patio so that I could finish eating and have the light on and I'm looking at stuff on my phone and it's like 9 o'clock at night so it's not, you know, late and, uh, and uh, I hear some music and then I look over across the pool area, the patio area Yeah, there's a bar and restaurant called The Bullshed it's actually part, <laughs> part of the I hotel I you were going to say something else no, it's part of the hotel oh, that's cool and evidently it is the only place in this part of Bakersfield, people go at night. So I figured I'm going to stroll on over, sit in so the patio. So it's kind of like the Chino Valley of Bakersfield. Yeah. Someone is like flashing. Oh, I wonder if they're flashing it at a girl or something. I don't know. I can't tell. Oh, this little girl right here I think yeah. they're looking for. Ah, that's what they're doing. Sorry, folks. Safety we're in the first. middle of a basketball game. Hey, it's Scotty. <laughs> So I, I mosey on over there. It's like now it's like 930, almost 10. And uh, and uh, it was uh, I, I lay down my card. I figured, you know, what? I'm not going anywhere. I uh, I lay down my card and I order a margarita rocks. Oh, no. And I had one. And she goes, are you sure you want this on a card? It's only a buck. What? So I said, well, no. <laughs> Seriously? Let me pay you out of my pocket. So I had that one, and I'm not joking. And then, then I order a soda because I just wanted to go to sleep, go to bed. But I'm just watching. You know how I get I, I start yeah. watching people. I was just watching people talking to the bartender. So now I'm about five sodas in. It's about 1230, and I You're start. Sure it's not five margaritas in. No, they no, no. They were a dollar. No, it was all sodas, unfortunately. <laughs> well, clearly Sandra must be listening to this one because you're no, lying. no. But no, I'm going to show oh, you this. Are you this. showing me the receipt? I'm good. No, I no. believe you. I'm going to show you this card. We, we might as well give this guy a plug. If you're ever in Bakersfield and need a shave or a haircut, get a hold of the B&R Barber Company, Zachary Blaua. B-L-A-A-U-W. He was sitting at the bar next to me, him and his girlfriend. Did he give you a shave? No. Oh. But we start talking, 
and uh, and I'm drinking sodas, and he is not drinking sodas. He is drinking enough margaritas for the both of us, and his girlfriend ends up leaving. Didn't know she was driving. <laughs> so, but he w- he was a neighbor of the bartender. So the three of us start talking, and I I tell I'm my guessing you guys closed out the bar. No, I'm getting ready to go. I said, well, I'm staying here. I'm going to go 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 to my room. And he goes, hey. And my girlfriend left. Can you do me a favor? Can you, can you give me a ride home? <laughs> oh, no. And the bartender leans over and goes, hey, he's a good guy. He doesn't live too far. Can you just give him a ride? Uh, you know, it's, I would really oh, appreciate no, dude, this, it. This is starting to sound like the start of a horror movie. It, Either that yes. or a pornography. One of the no. two. They me- usually start the same way. <laughs> so we get in my van, my trusty mobile studio van. The Mile High Show Mobile Studio, which has an odd connection to your co-host. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it was my <laughs> co-host's parents' van. <laughs> so we get in the car. We get in the van. Who, coincidentally, don't live in uh, the East Coast. Yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> we get in the van and we start r- driving. He goes, okay, take a left here. Take a right here. We get out of a little complex where the hotel is. And then he goes, okay, just pull it, pull in the parking lot here and i go you 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 live at a mobile station i mean he has me go to a gas station for so he goes in he goes in he gets some chips and stuff he gets a gets a soda and then he comes in the car and he's eating and we're talking and i'm like dude you know it's pleasure meeting you and all but uh can't you know where where do you live i gotta take you home oh okay get on the highway yeah this is not let's flash forward 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. He does not know where his house is. <laughs> oh, nice. So, basically, you made it halfway back to Arizona by the time you realized it was time to stop. No, we, uh, were stop. Just, we were just zigzagging around. So, I end up dropping him off at a friend's house, which is fine. I get back to the room. It's now 2.30. I'm still not tired, so I go in the room. And uh, and uh, I, which you know, I still don't understand because, like I said, you don't sleep at all. Well, like me. which is fine at home. I'll go in another room and watch TV or work on the laptop or listen to podcasts on my phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like. But all, when all you're at a hotel room, that when I when I say yeah, hotel you can't room, do that. it's I don't stay in suites. I stay in you know whatever we can afford, and it's usually a bed in the middle of the room with a desk when we're when we're lucky. Hey, you know what? It beats the van. No, and it, well, odd, odd. You should say that. I stepped in the van. So I slept in a van. So truck, I, car, whatever. I go uh, in the room, and I'm just, and I'm not even, I'm not even having any lights on. I just have the phone light on because I'm watching Netflix on my phone. Oh, and it wakes up Sandra. Well, then I, you know, me coming in the door and stuff wakes her up. Can you turn that off? Can you turn? That? I've got headphones on too. So I go back and sit on the patio. But it's not like our patio. It's just the the hotel patio. And then mm-hmm. the security guy comes over about 10 minutes later and says, hey, you can't sit here. Are you staying here? Yeah, I show him my key. I give him my name. He calls the front desk. Okay, you're staying here, but you can't hang out here. I mean, if you're just out can here for like, a minute. Can you hang out like in the lobby? Well, I don't want to sit I've in the lobby. I've done that before. Yeah, I, know. I know. it sucks, So I, what I did is my, my phone was dying. So I go in the van, start it up, plug in my charger mm-hmm. so I could wa- keep watching what I was watching on my phone. And then I fell asleep. Uh oh. And I woke up at five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I go back in the room. Needless to say, Mrs. Mile High Show was not happy. <laughs> so um, we Mrs. ended up Mile staying. We ended up staying that day and night in Bakersfield again, and then loaded up the car Sunday morning and uh, drove to Yosemite and had a beautiful time in Yosemite. Oh, dude, I was it jealous, was nice. man. Those that, that those pictures look great. Those were all with my cell phone. I know. I you can tell. See, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time, and then went and stayed with my uh, brother-in-law and his kids. Anthony got to play with the cousins and. Uh, and then I showed up at a wedding, which is the main reason we were going. And uh, what turned, what was supposed to be me shooting a couple of pictures at the ceremony turned into pre-wedding ceremony and the entire reception shooting. But uh, And you charged them accordingly, right? No, no. It, it was not. No, you know what? But then I got to thinking, because at, at one point, it was my nephew's wedding. Congratulations to Zachary and Marissa Yamamoto. 
Uh, but what what I noticed at some point, they said, "Don't don't take any pictures. Don't worry about it." My sister, the mother of this groom, said, "Oh, don't worry about it. Don't don't just enjoy yourself." And five minutes of that, and you know what I had to do was pick up yeah, my you camera. Yeah, pick it up because it was driving you nuts. Well, it's just like, I, what do I do? I haven't been to a wedding as as a guest in. Thirty years, man. You knew, have you have you had the one where you like you purposely leave your cameras in the car, or you just leave them at home completely, and you go to the wedding? No, well, you just said you haven't been engaged no, in I've forever. Never, I've never been in there because I've had to do this at my sister's wedding, for example. No, I was. I've and only. I just want to walk over there to the photographer and be like, "Here, just give me that camera. I'll <laughs> show you how it's done." I no, I, I've never been a guest at a wedding. Yeah, you're always one, one, one yeah. time, one time, and that was, uh, and we just showed up. We, we it was like a twenty minute ceremony, and we were at the reception for like forty five minutes. It was some friends of ours. It was a little, mainly a family thing, so I yeah. we didn't stay long. But that's the only time, and that was I want to say nineteen ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that. It's okay. I don't have friends either. Yeah. No, I got lots of friends that say, "Hey, can you shoot my wedding?" Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I get that a lot too. But so, oh wait, I don't have friends either. <laughs> Never mind. And the ones you know aren't getting married. The, <laughs> uh, the one I, the one friend I do have is actually getting married. But the one friend I have, <laughs> not a sadder phrase has ever been uttered on the show. That one friend I have. <laughs> and he doesn't even try to admit that he's my friend. So get this. So I have to pay him to admit it. So. Uh, we weren't sure. On, on Saturday morning, we get up, and uh, and uh, the, the, while we were driving out there through, you know, like the, the ninth, you know, we're driving through, you know, Needles, Kingman Needles, and I started hearing some humming in the back of the van, and I couldn't tell what it was. Now It was Anthony. No, we had removed oh. those middle seats. Yeah. So Sandra and Anthony were sitting in the way, way back, and she goes, this is loud. I said, well, you're probably because you're never sitting back here. Yeah, it's kind of odd. I said, how long is it? She goes, well, I noticed it a couple of weeks ago, which she'd never told me about. Oh, of course not. So it got progressively worse. So uh, I went on Saturday morning before we left. Then, then I could hear grinding. So I go, oh, it's, it's our brakes. So I, uh, I, Saturday morning, I wake up fairly early. Wedding was Friday night. I wake up fairly early on, uh, on, oh, geez, on, on Saturday morning. Matt got distracted again on Saturday Yo, morning. Matt and the, the quarter's about done. I need to get down there, but oh. I still got to do. I wait. I mean, editing to do. Yeah, Sorry. Got beep. But that, okay, that was at thirty-seven thirty. Got to throw a, throw a beep in there. So uh, that's I, one thing. My podcast uh, is explicit. Uh, yeah, very explicit. Your living room is explicit. <laughs> um, so we uh, we um, well, you know, <laughs> I, you got to talk to the dog to keep your sanity. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Talking to the dog, don't have a problem with it. It's the other things you do to the dog that I that I have issue with. Me and the SPCA. I don't hear him complaining. <laughs> so we, uh, I wake up early. Everybody's still asleep. I get in the car and I drive to a Les Schwab Tire and Brake Center in Tracy, California, and tell the guy, this is what I need. I'm traveling. I'm heading home today. I need back uh, discs put on, you know, brake discs. Just swap them out. Don't if you want. Yeah, the pads, right? Yeah. Just got to swap out the pads. Don't yeah. worry about anything else. Well, you know, we do a full service. The calipers, I no, I'll do all that That's if wonderful. it needs it. I want the cat. I, want I just the pads. want. So he gives me an estimate $577. That's ridiculous. Because they for won't pads? do it for pads. He's changing calipers, not turning the rotors. Brand new rotors. No, that's ridiculous. So I, he gives me the estimate. I say thank you. Get in the van. Drive away. And Google, like a normal person would, Google local brake shops, and I find Brakemasters, which also has a an outlet here in Prescott. So I call uh-huh. them and I say, "This is what I need, just pads, nothing else." He goes, "Well, we'll turn the rotors. That's like another fifteen bucks." Okay, that sounds good. He goes, "What year?" I give him all the information. He goes, "Yeah, we can do that right now." Uh, 150 bucks. I said, sold. You're good. So I drop off. Yeah, it's not too bad. I drop off the van, and I'm thinking maybe I'll wait. If it's going to be an hour or so, he goes, you know what? It's going to be probably this afternoon. So I happen to find the only neighborhood in California that doesn't have a Starbucks on every corner. Not a single coffee shop within possible? walking distance. <laughs> so my brother-in-law comes, picks me up. Anyway, flash forward. We get our van back. Brakes are great. Thank you, Brake Masters. But while I'm paying... This guy looks at me and he goes, "Santos, huh? You used to uh, 
used to live in Hayward, right? It's a guy I went to high school Are with. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Spears. That is awesome. Assistant manager of the Break Masters in Tracy, California. Anyway, so... Gosh, dude, that is a small world. Well, now it's, now it's you know, 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm thinking, okay, do we drive straight home? No, it's late. We're going to have to spend the night somewhere. So do we spend the night back in Bakersfield, end up at the bullshed with dollar margaritas? No, bad idea. Don't think we ought to do that. So I text my buddy, Steve Simone, and uh, what do you mean? Oh, missing? I thought you were trying to point out the... No, uh, no. <laughs> I text my buddy, Steve Simone, uh, and he says, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Come through, I love Steve, man. He's come awesome. through L.A., and you can hang out at the comedy store tonight. Oh. So we drive to L.A., we check in about 8 o'clock, we grab some dinner, and at 9.15, I'm in the patio at the comedy store. That is so I, awesome. I text Simone. He's not there. He had an 8 o'clock stage time. Then he was going to Dynasty Typewriter, another club. He goes, I'll be back about 11. So I'm just going to hang out in the patio. Nice. Order a drink at the bar in the patio. Bartender looks at me. He goes, hey, you're Simone's friend, aren't you? Are you? S- he goes, remember, I met you here last year. You were here last year. Josh Martin, great com- comic, just made a paid regular a few months ago. We get to talking. And uh, so we're just chatting. It's kind of neat. And he goes, hey, are you here for the shows? I said, no, I'm going to meet Steve about 11. He goes, well, I can get you in if you want. I said, nah, I'm just going to hang out in the patio. And I look over and I see Jason Tebow, who is a comic. He is a comedy store guy, and he also hosts the 92.7 The Pod podcast. Great, mm-hmm. great podcast. Hilarious comes out monthly. It's a, it's a monthly podcast. Dude, he's also, I need to start doing that. It would save me money with Podbean. That's he's, for sure. He's also uh, one of the, one of the uh, co-hosts with Punch Drunk Sports with Ari Shafir and Sam Tripoli. And uh, uh, he's just a funny guy. I got a chance to meet him at the All Things Comedy Festival this past October in Phoenix. So I just walk up, introduce myself, and say, hey, you know, I'm a fan. Thanks. I got a chance to meet you in Phoenix. And he looks at me and goes, oh, that's right. You were the photographer, right? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, have a seat. So we end up talking for a while. I love that you're so identifiable. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to work on that. So he goes, hey, um, are you going in for the shows? And I explained to him, hey, you know, I'm, I was here to meet Simone. He'll be back about 11. He goes, ah, forget it. Come, come back with me. So we end up going to the back to that comics only bar in the back and we're hanging out there for about an hour and a half oh man this is killing me and and i i i had to go to the bathroom i had to take a leak but the bathrooms are like way in the front so i just tell him i said hey i appreciate you you letting me hang out back here but i'm I'm gonna go to the bathroom i guess you know if you're not you know if i'm by myself yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stay out front he goes oh you just gotta take a leak here go right here and i'm like where and he walks me out this back door to a little alley uh-huh. Where the where the there's a uh, the manager's car is parked. <laughs> oh no! And you just pee no, on the manager's and he goes car? he That's goes hilarious. just pee in the corner there. And I'm like no no I can't no no I can't. He goes no no seriously just pee in the corner. I says no I'll just go off. And he goes dude seriously just pee in the corner. Everybody does it. So I go over and I'm taking a leak in the corner and I hear hey what are you doing? <laughs> and I turn around. It's another one of the managers. And I look, and they're standing there together. And I look at Jason, I go, he, to- he told me to just be here. He goes, yeah, I didn't think you'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, end up spending the whole time back there. Clearly, they haven't been in Arizona. Chris, Chris D'Elia was back there. Neil Brennan was back there. I got to sit down with Brett Ernst, Johnny LaCosto, Steve Simone, and we sat there and listened to Court McCowan. Uh, tell stories about being a, a, a teen star back in the 80s, who's now, of course, a, a, a nationally touring comic. But he was in Teen Wolf. He was in uh, oh, dude, tons Wolf's of classic, old teen man. movies back. He was always... Who's the uh, guy from... Uh, oh, for the, the, the blonde guy from Karate Kid. Oh, hell, I don't remember his yeah, name, yeah. but there's a lot he, of talk he, going on with him because he is uh, coming out with that new show on YouTube yeah. Red. That looks Cobra awesome. Kai. <laughs> yeah, Cobra Kai. But yeah, he he played those kind of roles Court did, but he was in like like every 80s movie way back when. And uh, and a great comic, got a chance to meet him in uh, at All Things Comedy as well. Anyway, we got to just sit there in that private bar listening to Court tell stories and it was great. It was a lot of fun. Now, having said that, I text uh 
I text Steve Simone the next day just to tell him thank you, and I haven't heard back from him. And I got to thinking, what he's did I somewhere buried? No, in the I was thinking, what? I don't know. He's too nice of a guy, though. No, I was thinking, what did uh, what did I say? Did I tick him off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I might need to send him an apology note for something. I don't know. There's Court. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I recognize him. Anyway, it was a blast. We had a lot of fun, and then the next morning we uh, we woke up in, uh, in L.A., jumped in the car, and came home to uh, about 4,000 emails and uh, way too many voicemails. And, uh, and I'm, I was gone nine day, 10 days, and I am officially three weeks behind in my work. Yeah, well, and most of those phone calls and emails are just from me because I missed you so much. Ah. All righty, so what is it now? It's 103-102, Northern Arizona Suns over the Sioux Falls Sky Force. The Suns are up by one. And I am slacking. I should be down there shooting. Well, go shoot, you slacker. Well, I'm finishing up betting. I shot too much. All right. So, what do you? Uh, what, what do you? What, uh, what, tell it again. Real film nerds. Realfilmnerds.com at realfilmnerds, um, and that's R E E L. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, yeah. Uh, iTunes, spot. Uh, I'm not. I don't think we're on Spotify, but iTunes, Twitter. I mean, iTunes, Stitcher, <laughs> Podbean, all those. all Where you can find all major podcasts <laughs> like the Mile High Show. Yeah, all major ones and then the ones we do. <laughs> Yours is pretty major compared to mine. <laughs> I, I don't think all my episode downloads put together so why, even one of why, yours. Why am I not a guest then, you slacker, because, uh, man? You're an ingrate. Well, problem is getting the timing right with uh, my buddy Mike and everything. But let me pick a movie. I'm going to send you a couple of... Dude, uh, pick a movie. I'll send it over to him. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it. It'll be fun. Okay. I got to find... We what do I got to find Skype, one though. that's like on uh, like on Amazon or Netflix No, or you something? don't have to. We'll figure it out. Okay. Bootleg, pirate, piracy. Yeah. yeah. Real Film Nerds brought to you by Bootleg Movies bootleg on the internet. Movies.net. <laughs> pirate Bay. <laughs> Is that still existing? Oh, of course. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's get my rid of Pirate Bay. That's it lives my forever. <laughs> that's my solo podcast. Thanks for having that me. That wasn't again. so solo. Check out Real Film Nerds. Uh, this is the second to the last game for the Northern Arizona Suns. Um, uh, tomorrow night, Matt will be here shooting their final game. Oh, 109 105. The Northern Arizona Suns are up. Oh, get loud. It's telling you, don't tell me what to do. Get loud. Uh, so tomorrow night, Matt will be fo- uh, photographing the final game of the 2017-18 season, and I will be doing what game four or five, three or four for the uh, Arizona Rattlers. For uh, you? It's home game number three. I think it's uh, fourth game total. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll be down there because they're playing at the same time. So I will be hanging out in Phoenix uh, tomorrow. Well, whenever you hear this, the 25th. Uh, but, oh, keep in mind, uh, Bird City Comedy Festival begins next Thursday, the 29th. Runs for three days, 29, 30, and 31. I will be down there for the 29th and the 30th, as always, shooting pictures down in downtown Phoenix. Jackie Cation will be one of the featured performers, the headlining performers, as well as many of the comics that you've heard on this show and heard me talking about and have seen on the pages of MSP and M. Santos Photographer. Dot com as well as the Mile High Show. Uh, Genevieve Rice is jam-packing that festival with talent. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I will be down there photographing and hopefully recording a podcast or two at Bird City Comedy Festival next week, and you can find out information, including how to get your festival pass at birdcitycomedyfestival.com. And don't forget, next September... September 22nd, 23rd, 24th, something like that. Middle to the end of September is the Big Pine Comedy Festival, which I will be taking part in again. It's a lot of fun out of Flagstaff, Arizona, featuring comics from around the country and this great state of Arizona. A lot of good talent out there and a lot of fun. So check out Bird City Comedy Festival next week, the 29th, 30th, and 31st, and Big Pine Comedy Festival next September uh, links are in the bio, and don't forget Real Film Nerds with Matt Hinshaw and the uh, mysterious barefooted Mike from the East Coast. 
Uh, check out their podcast. Maybe I'll be on it one day, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I of doubt course it. you're going to be on it sooner I than later, hopefully. I doubt it. He just says, I want to record it at your house so we can make fun of your dolls. 